A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is episode 67 with Dr. Robert Zellner. Welcome to the As Told by Nomads podcast, where you'll learn how nomads, third culture kids, entrepreneurs, and leaders all over the world embrace their global identity and use their difference to make a difference. And now, having lived on four different continents, here's your host, Tyo Roxy. Welcome, everybody. Today, I have with me Dr. Robert Zellner, and he's a fascinating individual who actually is in Tulsa, Oklahoma right now. He's an optometrist and entrepreneur who has been in Tulsa for more than 22 years. His current business ventures include Z66 Auto Auction, Rockin' Z Ranch, Dr. Triple Z's <laughs> Slipple uh, Sleep Center, and Dr. Robert H. Zellner and Associates, as well as Thrive15.com. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Ty. I appreciate it. So you're a serial entrepreneur. How did you get into entrepreneurship as well as being an optometrist? <laughs> That's a very good question. Well, I've always kind of been an entrepreneur trapped in an eye doctor's body. <laughs> and that's, that's one of the reasons why I chose optometry uh, back in the day. I, um, you know, I wanted to be a quote-unquote doctor and help people. But being an optometrist, about half of, half of what I do is the business side of it, you know, selling glasses, selling contact lenses, um, you know, um, even uh, building them or you know, having the, the lab that creates them. Um, so that's, that's kind of one half of it, and the other half is the doctoring side of it. So even early on, I made the decision to be an optometrist based upon the kind of scratched both of my itches, you know, one to help people, uh, and then the other is the business side of things. Hmm. Um, so I always kind of knew uh, going into it that I was uh, you know, a businessman and that I wanted to do other businesses. And with my family young, I didn't want to take my uh, optometry business and grow it around in other communities uh, because that would take me outside of Tulsa. So what I did is I said to myself, there has to be a way I can grow my empire, if you will, uh, and stay within Tulsa. And that's why I looked at uh, other, you know, other businesses to start um, to grow. Wow. So it was basically out of your, your, your desire to stay in the, in the state that you sought creative ways to build your empire. 
Yes, and one of the things that I did by growing my business, the you know I had the luxury or the you know my business was was my name was myself, and so I uh, one of the things I really enjoyed doing was marketing and advertising. So I by building the business, I also built this uh, persona. You know, everybody in Tulsa knows me as Doctor Z. Um, I spent a lot of money doing print ads and TV and in radio. And so by building that brand, if you will, I was able to leverage that as I went into other other businesses. Okay. No, that's very key. I, I want to touch on the branding part. How important is it to build a personal brand in today's world? I think it's extremely important. I mean, it, it's what kind of helps differentiate you in, in business, and it adds value to it. You know, I wanted people to say, hey, I got glasses today, but I, I didn't just get glasses. I got them from Dr. Z's, mm. you know, and then people say, oh, wow, cool. Yeah, I know about him. I've heard about him, and, and add value, you know, to their purchase decision to come in and, and get it from me, not just to go out there and get their eyes examined, not just to go out there and, hey, you know, get contact lenses, but to get them actually from me. Okay. Now, with personal brands, one of the things I hear a lot is, you know, how do I know what what what's make me what makes me different? You know, what is so special about me? Everybody does already, you know, does things I want to do already. Why am I special? Do you have anything to say to those people? Yeah, I think what you do is you pick a um, you know you pick a girl you want to take to the dance and you go dance with her. And what I mean by that is is you 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 figure out and you make yourself unique and then you you advertise to that. In other words, if you want to be a value model, I mean you know say for example Walmart advertises a lot differently than Nordstrom's does. You know the advertises different than Saks Fifth Avenue. You know you have to kind of figure out you know where you're going to fit in the chain. Um, and then also how you get differentiated. You know, what are you going to do different to make you stand out? Why should they come to you? If you can't figure out what makes you special and why they should come to you, then I mean that's step one, right? Yeah. So you have to have to get your head wrapped around that. <laughs> no, I, I hear you, and and I think it all comes down to knowing who you are and what makes you tick. Uh, because Bingo. yeah, because yeah. you know there there are seven billion people in the world, and there and you can't tell me that everyone <laughs> is all the same. No, but um. I want to circle back to your businesses. You own five businesses. How do you find yeah. time for that? Well, you it's all about um, duplicating yourself. You know, nobody cares as much about your businesses as you, number one, but you have to find people that care and you have to incentivize them to care as close to you as possible. Hmm. And what that means is that you have to hire great people, hopefully smarter than yourself, um, and then you have to give them the tools to make them successful. And then you have to let them do it. Okay. You know, they're going to make a few mistakes. You have to be there to help guide them, correct them. And, and by doing that, you build this teamwork of people that you can trust so that you're not having to, you know, I mean, day one, when I started my first business, it was me and one lady. Me and one lady. And if she wasn't doing it, I was doing it, you know. Right. So I did pretty much everything. I answered phones. I mean, I did whatever it took. But, but – when I went into the exam room to see a patient, I then in charged her with greeting a patient. I then in charged her with answering the phone. I, I gave her those. So if I can give those off to her, then you just duplicate that process. You know, and she's not doing it right. It's maybe because I didn't give her the script. I didn't coach her up. I didn't, I didn't prepare her properly. So some of that's on me. But as you do that and as you grow, now all of a sudden I get a second person working and then a third person and then a fourth person. And then I get a boss and then I get management. And so you, you build it based on that. 
that. It doesn't just day one, you have 300 employees and like how, how do you manage all them? Well, you start with a small amount and you learn those processes and then you just duplicate it. Yeah. Yeah. Because one of the things I hear a lot is people are saying I'm not a good manager or I don't know how I could actually manage a whole brand. But you're saying you started with you and just that one person and you learned on the job, but you put the time into learning and honing your craft and that ultimately became the platform that launched your other businesses. Well said, Tyler. I mean, that's that's exactly what it is, you know. And then once you get it, once you can manage one person well, then it's just scalability and duplicate. You know, you just duplicate that process to get to ten, to get to twenty, to get to a hundred, to get to a thousand. You know. Okay. Yeah. Now, when you first started a business, I think it's uh, 1991, right? Yes, sir. When you first started that, 1991 and 2015. What is the same? What is what has remained the same about launching a business, and what is so vastly different now? Everything's the same, and yet everything's different. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm intrigued. <laughs> well, everything's the same because you have to do the same core things. You know, you have to um, obviously, you know, on the on the there's there's kind of two steps to it. One is is building your business or creating your business and making sure that it is you know unique and making sure that it has things about it that people want to come to it, right? In other words, you have a product that people want to buy. You you have a service people need. I mean, you know, you're over here fixing a problem or you're over here taking care of something. And then over here on the other side, you have how to get the word out, how to tell people about it. In other words, you can make the best pizza in town, but if nobody knows about it, you're not going to sell any pizzas, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then on the you know, and then consequently, you can tell everybody about your pizza. But if your pizza's not any good, you're not going to sell any pizza. So you have to have both components. So I think what the biggest thing is that the component one is pretty much the same. You know, in other words, making the best pizza, if you will. All right. In other words, having a business idea that either you know has something people want, a service or goods. Uh, that's over here is pretty much the same thing as it was back in 1991. Right. Yeah. Now, obviously, some of the things out there that people are looking for are different, but it's still the same concept. I think what's really changed is how how people are getting the word out. You know, I think um, there's so many new platforms. Uh, I mean, back when I started off, we didn't have cell phones. You know, back in 1991, and if you did, they were the kind of the big ones that you you lugged around. It's so funny how you know it was big, huge, these huge phones, and they, then it was how small can we get them, and now it's how, how big we could get and them. How big we can get them again? Yeah. <laughs> but the point is, is that I mean, people didn't have smartphones. People didn't. We didn't really have the internet as it is today. We didn't have all the social networking. I mean, now you can get on, and for just a few dollars, you can really target in, um, really get fine tuned on targeting uh, you know hey you you know Google optimization and SEO optimization and uh, you know advertising on Facebook and and just even social networking with with the tribe that you already have that you already network with you know so I think what's really changed is, is how you get the message out in the avenues that you can you can do that with yeah so basically everything's the same and everything's different Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, um, you know, an entrepreneur's journey is always interesting because you make mistakes and you learn from them. What is your <laughs> biggest mistake or what are your biggest mistakes you've made? Well, probably um, one of the biggest mistakes I made, um, I, I, and I wouldn't say I um, – back when I started my business, I, I got it rocking along so well that I, a gentleman uh, hired me to 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 be the president of his company and to to grow his company and I did that for about a year and I got fired from the job I actually got fired from this is the only time I've been fired in my life so I would say that that 
probably was when I look back on my life and look back on things probably two things one is um, probably even accepting that job was probably a big mistake of mine to be honest with you and I'll, I'll go into that here in a second and then number two I think the biggest mistakes I had personally is investing into you know I get shark tanked a lot I get that idea that people come up with you know they want capital they want you to help them with their business they want mentoring they want those things so probably my second biggest mistake that I've made is is um, financing a business and not having control of that business so that that is so interesting so you're are you saying that you whenever you get invested in a business you have to have control is that what you're saying (laughs) Yes, I, that's a new rule of mine because of a mistake that I made. Uh, to, hmm. you know, to kind of tie back into that, I have found that um, uh, you know instead of you know, when people come up to you with a great idea and you go, "Wow, that's a great idea," and then they want you to help them with it financially, and you do, and yet you see them start to sink, and you say, "Hey, here's what you need to do," and they're like, "No," and they don't. They don't have to take your advice to heart, and then they sink, and your money goes with it. Then you say that didn't work out so well, you know. Okay, no, no, I'm just, I'm just, uh, that's very interesting. Is that what happened with Thrive Fifteen? Because I know with Thrive Fifteen, you have a bunch of um, entrepreneurs who are invested in the company. So how did you get involved with that? That's a great question. I um, I knew the founder Clay Clark. Um, his wife actually used to work for me, and he was a young man that I'd mentored. I've I've mentored personally, you know, a few dozen men over my life, guys that have come to me, and I have seen that spark of whatever greatness in them. And uh, you know, you 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 know, you only have so many hours in a day, um, and so you you need to be very careful with what you do with those hours. And so when I mentor a young man, I you know I spend time with them. Um, that's a pretty precious commodity for me so um, so Clay actually approached me and shark tanked me on Thrive 15 <laughs> and um, you know pitched me the idea and I said oh my gosh that's that's wonderful because you know a guy like me that that gets young men or young people I should say that says hey you know help me mentor me you know help me with my business and you say gosh I just don't have the time you know, I've got family I've got responsibilities I've got my own businesses to run I just there's just not enough hours in the day you know I'd like to but I can't that's what so that's the beauty of thrive15.com in that you can now make that scalable you know I can I can mentor millions of people on there I can give them all my sage wisdom if you will <laughs> in a fun interactive way in the sense that it's video you know videos much better than say a book or or what um, you know um, so we can put people we can film them and put them in Thrive 15 and we can chop it up into 15 minute segments and teach people so when Clay came to me and said hey what about this great idea I said you know what Clay I have a rule to where I don't venture capital but I'm going to venture capital this because I feel so strongly about this so I became a mentor and then I became uh, an investor hmm. and he came to me and said listen I need more of you I want you more on the team, and I said, "Well, um, you know, I, you have I only own this much of the company, so you're only getting that much of my brain." Right. Yeah. And he said, "Well, hey, what? Let's make a deal." So we made a deal to where uh, now I'm the second largest shareholder in the company. I'm the CEO of the company. I'm the decision maker in the, com- in the what? company. What? You're <laughs> you're so smart. Okay. Okay. Fine. So you and uh, <laughs> and and now you know I'm I'm all in as they say. You know I'm I want to be like I tell people. I said, listen, when you're running a business, when you're starting a business, you have to be the pig. You can't be the chicken at breakfast. Hmm. You know the difference, Tyo? What's the difference? 
Well, the pig is involved. He gave his life. You know, I mean, they chuck, they cut off one of his legs to make bacon, right? I mean, yeah. he's all in. He's dead. He's committed. <laughs> and the chicken just laid an egg. You know, they're just kind of involved a little bit. You know, ah, uh, that is, yeah, that's that's an interesting analogy. And the reason I'm asking this question is because you know, as an entrepreneur myself, I, I often think about, you know, when I, I go to the next level and what I would need and that type of thing. And I was curious to just hear your thoughts on that because it's, you know, you've worked hard for what you got, and then. You know, you negotiated your way to making sure you have control, and that's based on experiences you've had in the past. So, Absolutely. but uh, yeah. yeah, no. So, so it's always you know enlightened for me to hear from uh, people that have done it like yourself, um, mm-hmm. and you know, it gives me something to look up to. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm happy to that. So, with Thrive15.com, your entire focus is helping entrepreneurs, and business owners, or people hoping to advance their careers, right? Bingo. And we're doing it by mentorship. You know, most people in life, you learn by either mistakes or you learn by mentors. And, you know, we're trying to take away that mistake path that so many people in business make or so many people, you know, trying to advance their career. Maybe you're not ready to start your business. Maybe you've got an idea percolating in the back of your mind, but you want to move up the ladder. You want to you want to make more money so that you can save some so you can get your nest egg to start your business. I mean, for whatever reason, you want to advance that career. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, those are our three kind of steps if you will hey if you want to advance your career or if you want to start a business or if you own a business want to grow it and that's that's our target those are our target people right and really that entrepreneurial spirit or that hey i want to i want to you know i want to make more i want to advance spirit yeah but you hit on it there growing this is Paige, the co-host of giggly squad and i want to tell you about a company that i've been loving olive in june olive in june gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The business, that's often a pain point for many entrepreneurs. What, do you have any, if you could give three steps, what three tips would you give for growing that business? Because many people, you know, they can launch a blog and it just you know, hits a plateau. But what's the step they need to take to get to that next level? Oh, that's a great, you know, a lot of it depends on the level that they are, but, but three, my, I, um, um, I'm writing, I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the midst of writing a book. <laughs> of, course book are. Are. of course you are. Of course you are. And, um, uh, the, the name of my book is going to be called business pig. And my first three steps, uh, in the process, uh, really apply to what you just said. So I'll just, I'll use those for someone wanting to grow their business, you know, and these are my three kind of core, my number, my, my top three, my top three tenants in business are this one, 
and they all deal they all deal with a pig by the way um <laughs> it's a term business pig right yeah the first one is pigs get fat and hogs get slaughtered or butchered we'll go over that here in a second the second one is what i mentioned earlier and that is you've got to be the pig and not the chicken at breakfast and the third one is you've got to know when to cook the pig now you want to go over those three? I definitely do. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, well, the first one is is that pigs get fat and hogs get butchered. And what that really means is you can't be too greedy. And you can't be too greedy in as simple as pricing your product. You can't be too greedy in, in paying your employees. You can't be too greedy in negotiating a deal um, with someone, a business partner. And what happens is... When you're, whenever you do a deal that's too greedy, let's say, for instance, I hire you to come work for me, and I get you down to where, I mean, I beat you up so bad in the negotiation process, you're working for nothing. And I say to myself, I high-five myself when you walk out of my office. I'm like, yes, I got him to work for next to nothing. Well, is that really healthy for the business? Is that long-term good? Are you really going to want to stay there long-term? No, it's not. It's not a win-win. It's a win-loss. And that's what being too greedy in a deal is. You know, if I if I price my pizzas too much, they may be a great pizza, but I'm not going to sell very many of them. And that's going to stunt the growth of my pizza chain. Right. Mm. If I'm negotiating a deal with with a, um, a distributor and I and I and I make it too one sided, it's not going to be a long term healthy deal and it may fall apart down the road, which could lead to significant problems in distribution. So be the pig. In other words, you know, be fair, make money, but be fair on both sides. Make sure that the deal's a win-win. Make sure I'm paying you enough money that you say to yourself, hey, this guy, I'm on board. I'm making a good living. I can, I can live on this. I can, you know, I can, I'm excited and, and uh, you know, you're motivated because motivated employees, pricing your product correctly, negotiating with business partners, those are all very key things in growing your business. Okay? okay, that's step one. Step two, we talked about it a little bit ago, and that is you have to be committed. Hey, if it takes working seven days a week, you got to work seven days a week. If it takes working late at night or early in the morning, you've got to be able to do that. You can't say, I had a, I had a young man that wanted me to mentor him, and he started a men's clothing line. And I said, hey, um, what, are you open six days a week? He goes, yeah, yeah. And I said, uh, well, uh, wh- how are your Saturdays? He goes, well, they're, they're okay. And I... Uh, I said, well, how many Saturdays are you working? He goes, well, I don't work any Saturdays. I said, what are you doing? He goes, well, I just hire someone to come in and work Saturdays. I said, well, isn't that one of your bigger days? He goes, yeah, but I want to go hunting and fishing on that day. You know, my weekends are my hunting fishing time. And I said, well, you know, uh, well, let's talk about this employee. Yeah, I think he may be stealing from me. I don't know that he's doing this. I don't know that he's doing that. Um, I'm like, oof, oof, you, you know. You know, your mentoring step 101 is you gotta you gotta mentor yourself. You've got to be the big yeah. at breakfast. You know, you've got to be committed. You've got to say to yourself, I'm gonna do whatever it takes. And get your family, get your friends, get your life on board with that and say, listen, for a season of my life, this is gonna have to come first. It's gonna have to come first, you know, and that's being the pig at breakfast and not the chicken. And the third thing in growing your business, I think, is very important for people. You have to know when to celebrate. You have to know when to cook the pig. You know, they had those big, you know, Hawaiian luau scenes where they got the pig with an apple in its mouth and they cooked it, roasted it, and everybody's, you know, having a big party, you know. I think what's very important for businesses um, is that you have to know when to celebrate those victories. It gets everybody excited. It gets everybody on board. I mean, if nobody ever high-fived after you won a basketball game, what's the point of winning them? If, you, if it never led to something good or something bad, 
better in everybody's life, you know. Maybe bonuses tied in. Maybe, um, you know, hey, if we do this, we're all going to go to dinner that night. You know, I used to take every month we'd have an office meeting and I would try to make sure that we had something to celebrate every month. And then I'd take everybody bowling or we'd go have, we'd, you know, bring in pizza. We'd, we'd go do something fun to celebrate. It also drives team drives the team together, drives your employees together. You know, even if you've got one, two, three, or four, or 500, it draws them together, makes them feel more like a team and a family. And it also says, hey, listen, look what we accomplished. Look what we did as a team. And boy, that just builds morale. Anytime the morale is stronger in a business, it helps grow that business. You know, now people take ownership in it. Hey, wait a second. I want to have a record month next. I'm going to try to make that next sell. Hey, when I'm at the when I'm at the mall and someone's talking about, you know, glasses, I'm going to tell them to come in and see us. I'm going to tell them to go do this. I'm going to be more proactive, you know, in helping grow the business. And that's what that celebrating does ultimately. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. And I love those three steps because you're so right about all that, um, especially with celebrating. I think too many times people, you know, they, they don't, they do work so much and they forget to actually take time to take in what they've done. Um, I certainly am guilty of that. So. Uh, work hard, you got to play hard. <laughs> That's all right. But, but another thing hit me when you were talking about the, the guy you were mentoring that didn't want to work on Saturdays. What do you actually look for now that you're in the position where you're a serial investor? When someone comes to, pit, to pitch you, what are the three things, or not even three things, what are the things that you are looking for in general from them for you to buy into the idea? You know, like I watch Shark Tank on Fridays and I see you know, different personalities are different entrepreneurs, but you can tell that they're all looking for something different. But what, what do you look for, Dr. Z? Well, I think you, the, the, the two things that really the, are the key things, um, you know, one is, is uh, the business, and two is, is the person. Okay. Now, what I mean by that is the business is, you know, is this something people want? Is this a product? that you know that people want that you can distribute that you can sell that that or service and number two is a person you're dealing with someone you want to deal with you know and i think that that's a, a key important you know thing in life you know and that is do they they line up with you do they line up with you know are are they motivated are they the, are they going to be the pig at breakfast are they are they committed is it someone you like someone you want to spend time with someone that you want to you know uh pour your energy into because Sometimes, you know, you meet someone and you go, yeah, I don't want to hang out with you. You got a great idea, but yeah, I just, you know, we don't click, you know, and so that, and that's okay, you know. I mean, I think like on Shark Tank, you see that, you know, number one, it has to be the great idea, the great product, and then so many times they'll say, and you are totally committed and you are the kind of person I want to be in business with. And those are two important things. Yeah. No, so it's the person. You have to buy into the person for you, um, and then you have to see their passion. Basically, yes, and and then they have to have a business and a product. So you have to have the, you know those two things. Um, and I think you know the the you know the person is probably number one because a lot of times when I when I've done this before is I have found a, a great person, and I have built a business around them. You know, <laughs> um, and so it's um, uh, like I tell my managers, hey, listen, if you're at the store, if you're grocery shopping or you're at the restaurant and someone there is just very, very bright and energetic and the kind of person you want, hire them. 
you can teach them how to push buttons. You can teach them how to do this. You can give them the script to answer the phones. You can, you can teach them all the things in all of our different businesses. But you can't teach that that spark of you know being a nice person. You know, uh, smile, smiling when you talk to people, <laughs> uh, being energetic and passionate and happy to be there. You know, because let's face it, we all have a reason not to be happy every day of our life. You know, right. yeah. Everybody's got a reason to be a failure or to be unhappy. So it's those people that have chosen, even though they're washing dishes at uh, a truck stop, you know, but they're still got that great attitude about them. That's the part that's uncoachable. That's the part that you know you say that I can build a I can build a job around. Love it, love it. Well, I don't know how much you know about my business, but at UID, we our mission statement is use your difference to make a difference. So, hmm. Doctor Z. How do you use your difference to make a difference? You know, what I do is I, um, um, I'm real big on giving back, and I'm not sure this is the, the, the direction oh, no, it's, it's, to it's, go it's, on this, but um, it's fine. <laughs> you know, I, I think that, that you know, in life we work hard to be successful. And then when we're successful, there's a, a everybody should have their bucket list of things that they do with that success. And I think on everybody's bucket list should be the idea of giving back um, and giving um, um, giving back to those less fortunate. So, for instance, my wife and I we just built a home in the Philippines where we actually saved um, eight young girls out of the slave trade. Wow. Um, just the other day. So when you talk about you know differences to make a difference, um, I think that that the deeper dive in that is you know, the differences that you make in the world as a whole. You know, as a person. So you know, having a successful business and running it correctly and making, which in turn makes you money. You know, have your bucket list of things you want to do, but then also realize that there's that giving back. You know, giving back to those that have helped you along the way and giving back to those that you don't know that just need your help. You know, so. Right. I think that, you know, that uh, having the difference to make the difference, that's kind of, when you said that, that's what popped in my mind first. I'm not sure if that's the direction no, you want to go. The, but. but that's the beauty of the question because it's, it's everybody has different answers uh, to play in that word again. So that's, that's, oh. uh, so I love, I love that you said that. <laughs> hey, you got the pig, you know, I got a little, you got a lot of difference. <laughs> yeah, I got removed, don't we? <laughs> um, uh, we're going to, I'm going to wrap up here with uh, rapid fire questions, more fun questions here. So. On a random day, what is your favorite thing to do with your family? Um, on a random day, favorite thing to do with my family would be uh, go to my ranch. Go to your ranch. All right. Favorite food? If, if you're going to say pig right now. I know you're going to say pig. No, I, I should. <laughs> uh, favorite food is salmon. Salmon. Okay. All right. And uh, favorite city? Ooh, favorite city, Tulsa, Oklahoma, of course. Yeah, you, so, uh, you are you a football fan, basketball fan, or which one? Are you? All of the above, yes. So, Go, okay. I'm a big uh, college basketball, coming college football. I'm a big Oklahoma Sooner football fan. Okay, so Sooner, are you a Thunder fan then? Oh yeah, go Thunder up, baby. We didn't make the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I was a little disappointed. I saw that. Um, it came down <laughs> to the last game. But I, I did, and yeah. we gave you know we gave it our all. The Spurs didn't help us out. They're supposed to go down and beat the Pelicans, but they didn't. They didn't, they didn't get the memo. So you know, <laughs> it did. All right. Um, and then um, if you had one day, uh, if you had just five hundred dollars, this is something I heard: five hundred dollars and three days to live. What would you do? Ooh, wow! Five hundred dollars and only three days to live. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm. 
Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I was thinking, a tough one. I was thinking of a question to stump you, and I finally thought of something. So I, gotta... well, I would have, a, on the third, on the last day, I'd have a really nice steak dinner with some really great wine, I guess. Probably. I'd probably see how much, <laughs> how, how nice how nice a dinner I could spend. That'd be a pretty nice dinner, wouldn't it? So. <laughs> yes, it would. All right, all right. No, but, you know, it's been a pleasure, and I just want to give you the chance to talk about where we can find you and some of the things you're up to. So. Yes, I think here's what you need to do. Everybody needs to get on to type in thrive15.com, T H R I V E 15.com. Come on our website. We give everybody a free trial. Get on there. Hey, if you've got a job and you want to advance it, if you're even thinking about starting a business, it's a great place to start. Or if you own a business and want to grow it, we've got mentors and uh, from all over, from all walks of life. They're all millionaires and, and very qualified people to teach you. Um, and it's, it's fun. And our guys have such a great sense of humor. Plus, for everybody that signs up, we're going to give a free membership to a, to a military personnel. Wow. So, you're, so not only are you going to make yourself a hero by, by helping your business, but you're going to be a hero by helping a military personnel. So that's probably the best place for people to get on and find me, um, thrive15.com. But, you know, I have a personal website or, I mean, my, my core business website is drzellner.com. That's D-R-Z-O-E-L-L-N-E-R.com. Um, and that's kind of my, my core business. But on there, you can also find all my other uh, business websites. And, uh, I'm, you know, my real passion, though, is my racehorses I raise uh, and breed thoroughbreds. And hopefully this year I don't have a horse in the Derby, but, but uh, hopefully next year, I will have a horse in the derby. Wouldn't that be fun? Uh, I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. And um, you guys have been grateful enough to give me a uh, promo code. So I will verify everything you said because I've been going through Thrive15.com. And you guys do have a good sense of humor. I love the intro and everything that uh, Clay and all your instructors do. But, um, you know, I always make sure to put the promo code in, uh, before the podcast so people can log into that too. So give Excellent. them a part of their trial. Yeah, you bet, you bet, buddy. All right. Well, thank you so much, and I I can't wait to to see where you guys go, and I hope you get a, you know, a horse in there next year. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. And remember, be the pig. Be the, be pig. the pig. All right. All right <laughs> thank you very much. Take care. Yeah. Are you looking for business school without the BS? Maybe you want to learn leadership from the very best. Learn how to hire, inspire, or fire. Or maybe you want to start or grow your business. Why not check out thrive15.com forward slash nomads. Trainings are broken up into 15-minute episodes that are guaranteed to make you learn in a practical way. You can learn from world-class mentors like Lee Cockrell, David Robinson, and Michael Levine. Check it out. www.thrive15.com forward slash nomads. Or you could just enter thrive15.com and enter the promo code nomads and you should have 30 days of free access of inspired world-class training for 10th of the cost of business school www.thrive15.com forward slash nomads you've just been listening to the as told by nomads podcast for more ways to use your difference to make a difference, as well as for show notes, head over to www.uidmag.com. Till next time, go out and make an impact in your world. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? 
Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 